0: Victory 91.5. Good morning. It is Risenstein here on uh, Erev Yom Kippur. The Eve of Uh-huh.
1: I see what you did
0: there. I yeah. like Jewish. So I paid attention when I was growing up. <laughs> Hebrew school? <laughs> yeah. We did go to Hebrew school, which, you know, and, and, and not, to, not to make light of it, but that was another reason why it was so easy to uh, walk away from uh, synagogue mm-hmm. was the ridicule. Yeah, I grew up in a town, a small town in Pennsylvania. There were three Jewish families, the doctor, the podiatrist, and the dentist. It sounds like a joke, but it, it was it was true. So of the 1,800 people, we were the only Jews in the whole town. So when I would go to elementary school, and my parents would come on Tuesday afternoon and take me out of school to drive to Philadelphia to go to Hebrew school to learn the Torah. Oh, wow. No, You know, I would get beat up on the school bus. So... Um, you know, it was, uh... Not conducive
1: to running after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but here we are in Yom Kippur, and it has so much more meaning now as a believer in Jesus, as you have been teaching me over the last few years, and as Leanna has encouraged me to embrace my Jewish roots.
1: Well, you know, it's it's uh, a thing for any Christian... It's it's just uh, it's the most basic thing you can do to draw near to God, as as you as you step back into the the pictures that God has drawn for us of Jesus. You know, you just you see things differently. And I mean, any time you can get a, a better look at Jesus, I mean, take it. I I just I never understand the the realities of of. Uh, th- you know on passover i was teaching at a church and i i just wanted to make sure i was going to share right now i asked you know uh if you've ever had any of this shared will you just raise your hand and not one hand mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was a concise congregation right. I was, i'm <laughs> thinking what mm-hmm. but this uh we do understand that for many of you this is the first time you've even heard any of this stuff so the reason we take this time every year is because we really want you to be prepared for the end times. We want you to recognize everything about Jesus so that in his coming right now and his coming one day, you will not only recognize him but be so passionately in love with him. It'll, it'll be like you hear, you know, I could hear Kelly's voice in the distance. I know it's her. We want you to know the voice of your bridegroom. Mm-hmm. That's his simple as we can make it is we will do everybody knows take.
0: kelly's voice from a distance <laughs> <That's right.
1: laughs> and she's loud. we love you kelly <laughs> she is one of those that we call her happy happy joy joy mm-hmm. she adds so much uh, she, she adds volume and joy to everyone <laughs> they
0: they're, they go hand in they, hand they do
1: you can't be joyful and be, be silent, and
0: whispering so. all the time i'm, I'm so can joyful can do that
1: <laughs> golf players seem not full of joy generally whisper <laughs> <laughs> so our final break we're going to look at what I think this is a, this is purely personal. There's no traditions or anything uh, about this. This is all me. <laughs> it's just something for my life that I have done because I believe that it gives you a snapshot when you look at the days of off. You kind of pick into a lull, a month of a lull, and you start at Rosh Hashanah, or even go back. Rosh Hashanah is the the sixth day of creation, which is the creation of man. So you can backtrack five days. And start there, and kind of look and just see what happens, just kind of be observant you know don't hyper focus on anything, but just mm-hmm. what what is the what is the most dominant things going on, and what is what is significant what could it be speaking of of what 's coming in the year ahead so um, we mentioned this big one, which I still think is, is probably one of the three most significant things that happened, which actually was the death of Shimon per- Peres. Mm-hmm. He was the last founding father of Israel, died at 93 years of age on the eve of day one of creation, mm-hmm. and buried on the eve of Rosh Hashanah. And what I felt like God was saying was the last. when the last founder dies, the foundation is complete and he's ready to do new things that we've not seen in the last century and when we move from you know 5776 to 5777 those years or 2016 to 2017 that six to a seven in hebrew Mm -hmm. connects two things so last year was a year of the founding so the ending of the founding so this is the beginning of the building on the foundation so what you're looking for is something that you haven't seen before what's what's different what's new what's you know that's probably going to be something that's going to be dominant this year so a couple of small things and a couple of big things uh and one of them was in israel tel aviv university researchers made an alzheimer's uh breakthrough now it's one of those when you think about this alzheimer's is something that takes away your your history it takes away your past Mm -hmm. Mm right so it's it's providing hope to them they found a new way to correct the flaw in the gene that causes alzheimer's so wow. it's this it's this breakthrough moment, and I, and I thought it was notable for that reason. Is you know when you think of it as a as a child, you you pretty much have there's no thoughts in your head. You're a child, and but when you when you get old, you should have a history. So somewhere in there, the devil has come to steal, to kill, destroy, and what, what bigger thing can he take than your history? Because it's who you are. It's what makes you who you are. So I thought that was interesting. So I, I'm just going to kind of watch and see mm-hmm. what comes of that in the new year. Of course with sevens. I was keeping my eyes very prominent on anything war-oriented, just to see mm-hmm. what I saw. And I thought it was interesting that uh, during the days of all Russia warned us, the United States, not to intervene in Syria, right. and that they'd shoot down any airstrike attempts. Mm. So you know, for two years now, during the days of all Russia has been one of the prominent figures, mm-hmm. and you know. I do not believe that we're like, this this close to the end times. Right. And we're, you're, one of the things you're waiting for is Gog and Magog, and, and that is Russia. So their rising is definitely something significant for the end times. So I don't think that it's saying that. But I just thought, keep your eyes on Russia. Mm-hmm. If that starts messing with Israel, then you'll, then you'll have something. So now, a, a really interesting thing, every um, Days of Law the Palestinians attack and mess, mess, mess with Israel. We were there and it kind of messed up our tour. We were going to get to see the mm-hmm. southern steps and we didn't get to get to the throne. Right, So this year during Yom Kippur, would you believe there was one act of violence, but a very minimum uh, considering what usually happens mm-hmm. in this season. So that, that, that stood out to me that it was not a violent year, mm-hmm. dur- violent season during the days of all. right. So we'll see what comes of that. The other one was here in the U.S., the, our government no longer controls the Internet. That happened during the days of awe. We handed that over. Mm. So I don't know what, that's, what that means. But again, because we're talking sevens, what I'm going to show you, I'm looking at anything that deals with war or that deals with communication. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that should kind of peg your interest. Uh, the other thing... Um, Last year, during the days of awe, was a very violent year on the streets or ten days on the on the streets of America. Black Lives Matters and that whole movement and that that mm-hmm. was really stirring in there during the right. days of awe. Right. if you notice there was none of that this year the days of awe was was totally void of that, so I think one of the things that will will we'll pan out and show you is that that what with that movement and what was going on with that that's not going to be a dominant theme in the years mm-hmm. in this year there were several cops that were killed though mm-hmm. and, I, and i think that's important to yep. watch because you know that is our authority that is our that is that's just a core of who we are as a yep. nation and yep. so i think that's extremely important now I wanted there's two last things that i think are really really important number one um, and it's not just has happened in the, in the days of awe, but I feel like there is, has been a, a, a release of, the, of a spirit of offense some time ago. Mm-hmm. And you see it more and more in the days of awe, but it seems like our default reaction is to be offended. Mm. It's like you don't really have to offend us. We're already offended. We're all right. sitting on offended, right. yeah? Right. So like that we talked about the seven the pictograph of a seven in hebrew is a sword Mm -hmm. so we're talking about offense criticism and judgment because just like that sword proceeds from the mouth of god jesus in in revelation all of those things proceed from our mouth so in that sense they're a sword our words that are coming out of our mouth are a sword and and you saw a lot of that in the days of awe (laughs) Um, but it's not the sword of God it's the work of the accuser that's right Uh so God works to bring humility and repentance and I want you to think about this in this presidential race as well because that was probably the most prominent feature god works to bring humility and repentance the accuser works to bring shame rejection to stifle courage stifle action and obedience and by dredging at the past that's Mm. what the accuser does that's that's just who he is so during the days of awe, by far here in america and it was on every other newspaper in every other country talking about it too was our presidential race i don't recall in my history During the Days of Awe being all these debates and all that going on during a presidential race. So that's an interesting note. Mm -hmm. It's just the time, the way the year panned out. But controversies and scandals, and the thing that was notable about that, because we're in the Days of Awe, is again, everything that happened was about something proceeding from the mouth it was right. something that some candidates yes. said right mm-hmm. it could have been what they said on an email it could have been what they said on a video uh, on the television somewhere It mm-hmm. all if you look at it, mm-hmm. it it all had the exact same characteristic and so I think that because of that I think that stands out so clearly this year for us as Christians, we have a power beyond words that God has given us if we will just take advantage of it mm-hmm. because the sword we're carrying is the sword of Jesus Christ. And His I mean, it, it, yeah, it separates bone from marrow. It's, mm. you know, it brings salvation. It's yep. just so powerful. So that is probably the most dominant thing. After Shimon Perez. it's this sword that's coming out of the mouth right now. And for this presidential race, uh, especially i was praying uh and isaiah fifty four seventeen was the the verse that he gave me no weapon formed against you shall prosper now we're talking a weapon there so again we're talking that sword and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn this is a heritage of the servants of the lord and their righteousness is from me says the mm. lord so here's where I feel like this is going to pan out this year for in this presidential race you have going. We can't really talk about it because of legal issues. We can't talk about the candidates. But merely I would, I would say it is a picture that we're supposed to look at to observe where righteousness comes from because it's really easy to to judge to criticize and condemn but god is wanting us as christians to be able to see his righteousness in someone
0: Hmm.
1: not visible right right and and see so often we go ah no that's not right but we're not seeing what god sees we're not seeing rightly and so i think that's part of it because he wants us to recognize his righteousness in someone right. and the other part of this is it is our heritage um that this this when we're a judge and when we're condemned that god is that, that we actually have a power with our tongue to do something and it's going to change something so, you know, I don't know how all that is going to pan out. Well, this is not a thus saith the Lord prophetic word. I just, that is the most dominant thing I saw mm-hmm. during the days of awe. So my estimation is we're going to have some very neat opportunities this year. And I just challenge you, I encourage you, if you have been condemned, if you've been judged, if you've fallen off the, the pursuit of God, if, if you've uh, if you lost your If you lost your way or you've been condemned and you just have been written off by someone else or you wrote yourself off. I really believe this is the season that God is awakening you and giving you a new opportunity that you can choose to take or not take. And we always are going to have that. But this is not the year to say I can't. This is the year to say, God, give me grace and I'll do it. I'm willing to go if you send me. Wow.
0: That's the season we're in. Yep. That's the season we're in. Ray, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. This was beautiful. Um, it's all posted at the Risenstein Stein Facebook page, the Victory Facebook page, and blog.victory915.com. Tomorrow is Yom Kippur, and on Thursday we'll have the guys from Influencers in live worship with the Influencers Band. It's Risenstein, Victory 91.5.
1: When someone supports